This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking about valuing your time and making the most of your time versus wasting time. As usual, I'd love to know where in the world you are and what you're up to as you listen to this episode. I would love for you to take a photo of what you are seeing, what you are looking at, what you are doing right now, and send it over to me on Instagram or tag me over on Instagram at Victoria Sardane so I can feel like I'm right there beside you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? everybody. I hope you're all doing well. I'm happy to find you here on another Monday morning for another podcast episode. And this week we are talking about valuing our time. Now, the reason why this topic came to mind for me was for several reasons, somewhat consecutively, that then brought this reflection in. So the first thing is that I listened to a podcast episode by Brooke Castillo a few months ago. I don't remember exactly how long ago, but a few months ago. I will tag the episode in the show notes below. And she asked in this podcast episode a few very simple questions, which we've all probably heard before, but as with anything, it's less about the actual message and more about the way that the message is presented, the time in which the receiver is receiving the message and the combination of all those things basically can turn it from a very simple question that goes in one ear and out the other and something that really provokes a deep reflection within. And so I happened to be listening to this podcast episode I'm going for a walk in the park and for some reason what she was saying really struck me and she had basically put together in this podcast episode a series of questions all revolving around the topic if you only had one year left to live. And so then there were a few questions such as, what would you do more of? What would you do less of? What would you want to complete? Things like this. Once again, this kind of concept of what if you only had one year left to live, not new, it's something we've probably all heard before, but the way in which she presented in that episode really got me thinking. And when she asked the question, what would you stop doing if you only had one year left to live. The instant answer that came into my head is I would stop using my phone. I find that phones are such a time suck, especially social media, and there's active ways to do it where we're actually consuming helpful content, and there's the kind of mind-numbing scrolling, which is very unintentional, I find. So since having that reflection of, my goodness, I think I would stop using my phone, or I would stop somewhat aimlessly scrolling as though I'm kind of wasting time or bored or trying to fill up my time with something that realistically won't have any kind of impact on me. So this thought then stuck in my head because I really started to think, well, wait a second, I don't think I have one year left to live, 
and I hopefully don't have only have one year left to live, but who knows? First of all, that's one thing. And second of all, even if I do live until I'm 85 or 90 or 100 or who knows, well, would I still not want to be using my time well, right? Essentially what I wanted to get rid of is wasting time and not valuing the time that I have. And so that thought really stuck in my head and it was there on the surface and it kind of would come back to it somewhat regularly. But then the other week when I was in Vietnam, there was a deck of cards in a cafe we were sitting in. So we went to a cafe for brunch in Hanoi and there's this deck of cards and it was basically those deck of cards of ask these questions to get to know each other better. So I was there with my boyfriend, obviously we know each other quite well, but always fun to ask each other new questions that we've never asked each other before. And so one of the questions was, if you only had one more year to live, what would you try to accomplish? So very similar to that same podcast episode, but it was really interesting to hear his answer and for me to then reflect on this slight tweak of the same set of questions. And so it kind of brought this reflection back to the forefront of my mind, really making me think about how are we using our time? And are we using it in a way that shows how much we value time or are we simply wasting our time? And I think it's so interesting because I'm sure that we would all say that time is something that we value. And we hear it over and over again that time is the most precious resource. I think we can all somewhat agree with that. Of course, time isn't something you can buy. It's not something you can get back. It's something we all value. However, I wonder if we all act as though we really value time as much as we think we do. And this was a bit of an audit that I did with myself. I was checking in with myself. I was thinking, wait a second, I think I really value time. I'm someone who also really values efficiency. So that would go hand in hand. That would suggest that I value time even more. Yet there are so many instances in which I don't actually act as though I do value my time. So while I was reflecting on this, I was thinking, what would it actually mean to really value your time? And I was thinking about how when you value something, you are very intentional about it. So let's say there's an object you really value, let's say a family heirloom that was passed on to you. You're probably going to be quite intentional about how you care for it, about when you wear it, about always knowing where it is so that you don't lose it. And it's the same with time. If there's a certain time that we really value, that we know is really important, then we're going to really be very intentional about it. So for example, if we have an hour in a job interview to give off the best impression possible for our dream job, we're going to be very intentional about how we present ourselves, about how we speak, about what we say. We're probably going to be very intentional about the language we're using, the words we're using, the type of tonality, our body language. These are all things we're going to be very intentional about. So I really started to create this link between valuing something and being intentional about it and how if there's something we don't really value then it's not something we're going to be very intentional about we're not going to really go about it with care so i started thinking about value and intention and especially how that relates to time so i generally think that there are certain areas of our life in which we tend to be more intentional with our time 
So we can imagine in a work setting, if we have certain deadlines, there's something important we need to do to complete, whatnot, we're probably going to be more intentional about where we are placing our time as compared to potentially our time off where we might not be quite as intentional with our time. And so this really echoed a conversation that I had with a previous client, and this client was doing work that was very much project-based. So she would actually travel abroad and she would do humanitarian work in different countries and it would be very intense for maybe six months or eight months or a year and then she would have a bit of a gap to catch her breath between projects and then she would go back and go somewhere else and it would be the same thing over again. And it was very interesting. We started working together because she was on one of those gaps between projects but she didn't have another project set up and that was done on purpose. She actually wasn't sure if she wanted to go back to that same kind of work and that same kind of lifestyle and she really wanted to take some space, take some time off and figure things out for herself. And what was really interesting is that because her time off did not have a limit, right? It was kind of this endless time off. She didn't really know how long it would last. She found herself wasting time. And she was very frustrated about this because she always said, I'm not the kind of person who usually does this. This feels very unlike me. When I'm on my projects, I'm very intentional about where I place my time. I'm always very present. I'm always working towards something or wanting to improve something. Obviously the projects are something she cares a lot about. And then when she would be on her time off between projects, she would know that, okay, I have one month to spend a lot of quality time with my family. These are the five, 10 friends I really wanna see. These are some of the activities that I wanna do that I can't do when I'm abroad. And obviously she'd be quite intentional about that time off as well. But because this time around, that time off did not have limits. It was this endless space of time off. She was very frustrated with herself. She was frustrated with herself because she didn't understand why she was spending her day scrolling on her phone, watching TV, not actually doing anything. She wasn't even spending that time really wanting to enjoy and explore the place she was, nor was she intentionally really wanting to rest. And she would always say, look, if I really felt like I need to rest, I'm gonna put a week aside, you know, I'm gonna go up to the mountains, I'm going to focus on getting as much sleep as I can and fresh air and really give myself some space to rest and that would be okay. But she said, I really feel like right now all I'm doing is just wasting time and I don't know why. And it was really interesting because we started to talk about how what brings time its value is its limits. So time without boundaries, when it's just this empty space of time, does not have the same value. And so this is something that we started to speak about with her, is really this idea of, okay, is my time here absolutely endless? You know, is it true that there's no limits? And actually the fact that there was no limits was more of a perception than reality. So she knew at some point she would either have to go back to another project if that's what she wanted to do, or she would have to find something else to do, right? She would have to find some other form of work. And even in terms of location, she knew she probably wouldn't be in that exact same place forever, right? Without an agenda. So for her, it was actually just about bringing back the perception that time is not infinite, 
And it's really interesting because this actually kind of contradicts but also goes in the same direction as a previous podcast episode where I spoke about running after time. And that was actually in kind of the opposite context. So in a situation where we find ourselves constantly running after time, it's often because we have this strong idea that there's these very strict timelines and deadlines and we have this feeling of scarcity towards time rather than abundance of time. So if we find ourselves constantly running after time, what we actually need to do is shift our mindset to notice the abundance of time. But if we're in a situation where we find ourselves wasting time, then it's actually about the opposite. It's actually about bringing our awareness back to the innate limit of time because time is both limited and abundant at the same time. It's just the way in which we perceive it. So this is something that I really just want to share with you and just a bit of a reflection, a bit of a reminder. I think it's always so important to think about how our view that time is unlimited is simply an impression. It's not the reality. So in my case, what I shared earlier at the beginning of this episode was that when I was asked the question or when I heard the question, what would you do differently or what would you stop doing if you only had one year left to live? I thought, you know what? I would stop aimlessly scrolling on my phone. And I kept that in mind and it really stuck with me. And so what I've started doing is thinking about how I can be more intentional about those times. So I actually get quite a lot of value from social media just because the people I follow either are people that I'm friends with and that I'm close with and I want to know what they're up to or it's either really inspiring accounts or accounts that are sharing a lot of interesting knowledge on nutrition or personal development or health or whatnot. So I actually get quite a lot of value from it, but only when I'm engaging intentionally. And what I realized is I started putting more boundaries around time. So what I was saying earlier is that we can know if we value our time or not based on if we're being intentional. So this doesn't have to be the case for all areas of our life. We can split our life up into categories. You might tell me, look, at work, I'm very intentional about my time because it's quite high pressure and I need to get things done in a certain amount of time. And you know, if something goes wrong, it'll have a really big impact. So I'm very intentional about what I'm doing. But when I'm back home, I don't know, maybe with my friends or with my partner or with my family, I'm actually not very present and I don't feel like I'm being very intentional about the time we spend together. And so that might bring up a bit of a red flag of, okay, maybe I'm not valuing the time that I have with them as much. And maybe I'm not valuing it because I feel like it's infinite. And maybe what I need to do is actually set boundaries around it in order to value it more. Things that are limited are things we value more. Things that are rare are things we value more. If you live on the other side of the world from your family, as I do in my case, and you see each other for one week a year, in that one week a year, you're very present and you're very intentional about the kind of things you want to do together and the conversations you want to have and being present and spending time together. Yet, if you live in the same place, then maybe you're less intentional about that. Does it mean you care about them less? No, but it means you actually value that time less. 
Does it mean that you do have an infinite amount of time to spend with them? Probably not, because who knows? Life is full of unknowns and things can change from one second to another. So it's actually about shifting the perception and saying, okay, what can I do to actually change the way I view this in order to value it more, in order to then be more intentional? And how can I kind of set boundaries around it? So as I was saying, I set boundaries around when I'm on my phone so that it becomes something intentional. I realized that sometimes in the middle of the day, I would just open Instagram and it felt like it wasn't even a choice. It felt like my thumb just clicked on it for no reason at all and I would find myself there without it actually having been a concrete deliberate choice. So what I started practicing to do is really just create the boundaries around it and then whenever I do decide, okay, I'm going to now go on my phone, I'm gonna check what's new, I might post something, I'm going to do it while I'm intentional about the amount of time. Maybe it'll be in the evening, maybe I put 10 or 15 minutes aside to lie down, put my legs up the wall for circulation, have a look through my phone, and that way I'm actually intentional about the time that I spend there. And it can be the same as I was saying about how we spend time with people. So maybe it's not about creating boundaries in terms of I'm only going to spend you know, an hour with you a week in order for me to value it more, but maybe it's more, okay, can I set an amount of time to which I will be fully present? So maybe it's somebody that you see very regularly, but you're going to set the boundaries of during this coffee date we have on Sunday afternoon, that two hour block, I am 100% present and my phone is away and I'm not thinking about anything else and I'm sat there and I'm listening to you and I'm looking at you in the eyes. So once again, it's kind of creating those boundaries in order to create more value and in turn have more intention. So this is something that I really want you to think about this week. I want you to have a look at how you're spending your time, where you're placing your time and asking yourself, what are the areas, what are the activities, what are the moments in which I'm not intentional with how I spend my time? And what does that say about the amount of value that I place on my time in that area of my life? And how can I actually create boundaries in order to value it more and to be more intentional with how I'm actually using my time there? So that is my reflection for you. I would love for you to think about that. I will also, as I say, link the episode from Brooke Castillo in the show notes below where she asks those questions around one year left to live. I think that's another really good way to notice what are the areas in which you're being less intentional. Because with that question, what's something you would stop doing? then that probably means that those are the things that are not actually bringing much to you or that are not intentional. It's not really where you want to be placing your time. If your time had value, that's not where you would put it. So I think that that's a really good way to go about it. So I recommend you have a think about this. Go listen to the other episode, which is linked in the show notes below. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to discuss this with you. These are the kind of conversations I have with my clients. We put together a bit of a roadmap. We put together new strategies and tools and techniques in order for them to feel like they are living a very intentional life and that they are putting in what they want to get out. They feel like they're in line with themselves, with their desires, with where they want their life to go. And it's crazy the amount of change that we can see in such a short amount of time when we start to live more intentionally. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on all of that. And in the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.